Welcome to the Getting My Act Together podcast. Let's go. It's Tuesday. This is the podcast for Tuesday. Who knows what day it is, man? I mean, aren't we just all in the spin cycle? No. There are lots of us who are laser-focused on the next step. And I am too. I'm just being a... a, Do people still use the word dildo? (laughs) I'm being an idiot. Anyway, it is... It is uh, Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. I hope you're doing well and your week is off to a great start. If you are anywhere near where Hurricane Ida is doing its damage uh, throughout the Gulf Coast and the Southeast United States of America, my thoughts are with you. I don't pray, and I always feel like that's kind of, it's like a hallmark expression. Thoughts and prayers, you know, best of, best of luck. <laughs> have, a nice, have a nice life. Thoughts and prayers. Our thoughts and prayers are with you. My thoughts are with you sincerely because Louisiana is is a very, very special place. And it's amazing to me that that hurricane landed there 16 years to the day, to the day that Katrina started pummeling New Orleans and the Gulf Coast. And shortly thereafter, shortly thereafter, uh, uh, Katrina did its work and laid bare some truths about the United States of America Kanye West was on TV saying George Bush doesn't care about black people. And that was the most, first of all, 100% true. I mean, now he might as he's painting in the bathtub. or is he painting. He's, he's coloring. He's in his coloring book in the bathtub. It might Now he might just not give a fuck about any or who he doesn't like. But at the time, it didn't seem like he was doing much to help black people down there. And if you saw the TV, you could tell who was greatly affected by the events of the, the hurricane. And you also remember Mike Myers <laughs> standing next to Kanye West going, uh, what does this mean for my career? Because Mike Myers still was at the top of his game back then. That was, you know, probably in toward the end of the Austin Powers run, but he was still, Mike, he was, here's how big he was. He was on that telethon or whatever they call those things, fundraisers for Hurricane Katrina standing next to Kanye West. And what a journey Kanye's had uh, saying George Bush doesn't care about black people. And then later on, isn't Kanye wearing a Trump hat in the White House? And I know he's Kanye, so, you know, I don't know shit. I really... I have a, for a music obsessive like myself, I have a staggering ignorance of Kanye's catalog. I, I just don't know it. Um, why? Well, because by the time he was breaking, I was already in my 30s, and I think we had different, I don't know, I don't know why, I just never, I never, I never went to it, and I never dug into it. I think I had one record. Anyway. I don't know much about Kanye's catalog, nor do I know much about the guy. Just, I, honestly, you're like we believe you, dude. We can tell. I just know him as a as a as an entity, as a thing, uh, as a as a presence in the culture. And so the fact that he had a, I mean, the fact that he wore a Trump hat or he was endorsing Trump and then running for president or whatever, I don't know. It's just all part of the the spectacle to me. I, I don't have enough insight into the person to to say one way or the other anything about him but i'm also not old enough to be like uh hey 
you know, like old people hating on Kanye and then going to young people, <laughs> asking them to explain Kanye to them. Um, I just, I, I'm Kanye Jason. But it's pretty interesting that at the time he said, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And then he was endorsing Trump, you know, who, I, I, I don't speak for black people, which is good. So I don't know how all black people feel about Trump. I know that he was pretty good to Little Wayne. He pardoned him. So there's one black person that Trump did a solid to. What I do know is that under Trump's reign, and that is exactly the word that I'm going to use here, uh, the animosity toward black people in this country ratcheted up and was made more vivid and evident to non-black people, right? Black people knew about this like, well, yeah, dude, we fucking been living with this. I'm talking about everyone else got more of a, got more of a dose of it under Trump. So, you know, your views can evolve over time. And Kanye saw that Trump was whatever form. I don't know. Anyway, the, the point is, I hope you're doing well and surviving down there. And I think Georgia, Atlanta is going to get killed by the storm tomorrow. Certainly not nearly to the same uh, degree that people in the Gulf are experiencing. My thoughts are with you. And did I see a movie once called Southern Comfort? about the National Guard traipsing through traipsing through the bayous of it was like it was like deliverance light traipsing through the bayous and uh, harassing natives in the area Cajun descended or Cajun yeah Cajun descended I guess natives in the bayou and then it just turned into like a deliverance which was yeah anyway there, that's a, that's an aside. Google the movie Southern Comfort. I had this thought as I'm sitting here cross-legged. I've had it before. If you're a woman, and, and I know, as you've heard me say, that the majority of listeners to this program are women or identify as women, Spotify and Anchor, tell me that they are women. You know I empathize with you. And I know that men are gross. I'm gross. But, you know, women are fucking gross, too. <laughs> you guys get periods? Ew. No. Uh, I know that men are gross. And we manspread and we mansplain and we do all this dumb shit. And I know also that we grab our crotches a lot in public. I know that. I know that. And I know that's a thing. And I know women don't like it. And I mean, maybe there's a woman who's listening like, no, actually I do. When a guy, when a guy cradles himself and does a nice little bend over at the hip kind of adjustment, it does something It tells me he's a leader. I know it's not the most popular gesture. Let's put it that way. And you know what? If I can really put myself into a woman's shoes, well, don't do that because then you're, I'm, I'm not mansplaining. I'm trying to men experience, man experience. I guess what I, if I were a woman and a guy did that like every time, and I know that women learn to. I don't know. I presume I've told. I've been told women learn to block shit out. Women learn to uh, selectively intend, attend to the environment because if they attended to everything in the environment all the time, they'd be horrified and never go out of the house. But I guess a constant a guy touching his balls all the time or touching his. It's not just our, it's not our balls actually. To be honest with you, ladies, that we're touching. It's usually more of our, um, whatever you call the other part. <laughs> My inclination is to call it the helmet. 
I don't know. What am I, 12? But I guess the what I would think, or what if I were trying to put myself in a woman's, it would just to be the reminder that you're surrounded by fucking dicks all the time, and dicks can bring a lot of bad news. How about that for a nice generic expression? Dicks can bring a lot of bad news in all sorts of different forms and fashion. And if you're constantly touching them, that's a reminder, and that's what I would that's what I would perceive it as as a woman. When I come back as a woman, that's what I'll perceive it as. And uh, so I, I get it. And it's also just like gross or whatever. It's it's a little it's a little primitive, let's say. I was thinking about the zoo earlier today. I'm trying to work those idiots who were defying mask mandates just so they could provoke a confrontation with the zoo employees that I mentioned on a podcast that I I remember the name of it. It was called Boo at the Zoo. So I was thinking about the zoo and trying to get this part about that into into a bit uh, that I'm working on. Uh, but it is primitive, right? The the gorillas like touch their balls and touch their stuff. So I women, I want to say I empathize and I'm not endorsing the the gesture, the 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 crotch music, the um, guys touching themselves in public. And so I'm not endorsing it, and I'm I'm letting you know I I empathize and understand. However, I feel like you can pick your battles like do you want us to not do that or do you want us or do you want to make fun of our genitalia and and it and and it's it's there i don't know are my genitalia plural they um their appearance its appearance their appearance it's my genitals by the way ladies are a concept (laughs) no but i mean women make fun of dick and balls how about that Make fun of dick and balls, their appearance, what they look like, all the live long day. And I get it, and that's fine. And you know what? That's probably why men send dick pics, because it's like, you got to try to put positive spin on this thing. Like, we realize how ridiculous it is to have this thing hanging around outside. These three things, if you're, if you're lucky. If you're a goddamn man with two balls, you're lucky. You have three things hanging we get it i think at least i get it it's pretty ridiculous looking and also it's a little unwieldy you know like it you have to kind of move it around a little bit does that make sense you have to kind of what do you have to you have to it, it has to be positioned to not be all bunched up and you want us to wear boxers which is like wearing a pair of diapers under your jeans, or you want us to wear those tidy whiteies or those, uh, what are they called? Um, boxer briefs, and just have like our our collection, our family jewels, our collection right there, just sort of captured and and taught. It really doesn't work that way. So you see, so here's what I'm saying: the genitalia that you so vociferously make fun of we get it we know what they look like i mean i don't look at mine all the time uh but i look at other men's all every night i do as a matter of fact now we don't we don't disagree with that but if 
you can understand how ridiculous looking they are to you, then imagine having that on your body and going through life with them. You're going to want to adjust them now and again. Maybe though, so, so I'm just saying, am I asking you to empathize? I'm asking you to empathize with a guy who touches his balls in public. A little bit. I think that's what I'm asking you to do. Because it's, because you know what? You don't know the fucking challenge. Quite honestly, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're a pretty discreet, um, can you hear the, me rubbing my hand on top of my hand, signaling that it's, uh, it's, you have a pretty unobtrusive, at least, or I guess maybe can we, we can't quite equate it to boobs, but I'm thinking, let's say, below the equator, your lady parts. They're, I, I know that they're magical and life-giving and all these other fantastical things that you tell me about all the time. <laughs> tell me about them right into the podcast at um, whatever Microsoft.net Bill Gates. But your, your, your lady parts down there, they don't need a whole lot of, uh, I know they need a lot of attention and there's all sorts of magic associated with them, but they don't need adjusting to the degree that ours do so maybe i'm trying to uh, so i'm saying have a little touch of empathy for the man who you know he might have like weird balls or his his dick is like sideways in his pants and he's just he's like it's like you know pooping in a public restroom nobody wants to do it until you really need to do it and you're like it was the fucking smartest decision i ever made nobody he might not want to rearrange his pecker in a meeting or walking down the street but if he has to do it he's like i gotta do it and you know what this circle of people is not gonna like me and they're gonna think i'm a monster for doing it but when i'm done i'm gonna be glad i did it so i'm saying maybe have a touch of empathy for you know how clownish and ridiculous they are right and that's really what balls and your penis are into you 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 what is it you you masochists, you masochists who wear underwear. I just don't understand that. You're going to stuff your balls and your pecker into a pair of underwear and then just like crush it. Ah, I don't know how you do it. But if you understand the clown, and that's really what they are. That's what I was going to say. A penis and balls going into underwear is just like a clown car. Like how much can we stuff into this? How much of these... <laughs> these lunatics can we stuff into this tight little space and lo and behold you'd be surprised how many come out of it uh later on literally billions apparently so if you understand the ridiculous appearance of what it looks like i don't want to say spare a thought or shed a tear just keep that in mind the next time you see a guy. And I'm not talking about Tony on the fucking street grabbing fucking cock every five seconds like that. Like the Dice Man, who was doing a character, obviously. And I would love to see Dice. I would love to see Dice come out as whatever his last name is. Andrew. It's not Zimmerman. It's Andrew. Whatever. I, what's, what's Dice's last name? Maybe it's just Andrew Clay. I thought it was a different name. I would love to see Dice just sit down on a stool and talk about what it's like to be him and what it has been like. 
Can you imagine how compelling and riveting that would be? Not like fucking ba-boom and all that, you know, the cigarettes and stuff. And by the way, he was selling out stadiums or at least arenas. So I'm not knocking the guy. Um, but it would be, i just like to hear the, the guy, who, the, the person inside the character, just sit down and just like, just tell it. And I'm sure he would just murder. It would just be, if he just, am I telling Dice Man what to do with his comedy career? No. Dice, if you listen to the program, come to Limerick anytime. I have a spot for you. I promise. I uh, if if you can only get on lightning round, I'll put you up early. I won't make you wait uh, to, to go late in the show. So I'm not saying the guys that are doing Tony, I'm a fucking balls, all that gabagoo. I'm saying if you if you if you have a clownish idea and you walk around even thinking. You are superior because because you don't have this clownish uh, appendage appendages hanging from your body. Then understand that maybe that's why that guy's just kind of like I just uncrossed my legs and recrossed them. And also know that the younger we are as men, we were not as skilled at doing that. It's it's the same. I probably mentioned it on here before. It's the it's, we just get better with at bats, or at least you should if you're trying to raise your game, men. And you fucking should listen to this because apparently there's something these broads like. There's something anyway. We try to get better and raise our games. So old, older men, I imagine, like myself, probably can adjust myself uh, more discreetly, as I should. I'm not a. <laughs> I'm not full of, uh, I'm not young, dumb, and full of cum at 22. And those guys are just like trying to pull on their puds the whole time. You get better at doing it. You get better at adjusting it uh, more discreetly. But we're still doing it, ladies. I just want you to know. Now you're going to be on, now you're gonna, that guy just sort of leaned back in his chair and sort of scooted around. Yeah, he is doing that. He is letting it fall to a more comfortable, he's letting He's, you know what he's doing? He's on Gravity's Rainbow, the Pinchon novel. He's letting it fall to a place of comfort. Just like as we get older, we don't look at women, we don't stare at their bodies, at least we learn to be more discreet and more... I guess it's respectful. I mean, the checking out still happens, the observation of the female, and now I'm going back to now grossing out women. Like, why did you have to tell us this? I'm just telling you that we're that I think we get more respectful and that we don't like stare, right? And like, you know, have your head turn and follow someone walking down the street, which I understand. I'm not speaking for women here. Sometimes you want that, and you know, sometimes you'll get it. Sometimes you want it, and you don't get it. You're like, hey, what the fuck's wrong with me? Anyway, it's a complex situation. When men are younger and they see a woman walking down the street who's attractive, or a woman walking to the club or the bar, or wherever. They go crazy, like a bench on an NBA sideline, throwing towels, guys holding each other back. Oh, my God, did you see that bad bitch like that? And, you know, who doesn't want to be that bad bitch for a minute? As we get older, we're still taking in that, uh, that female form. We're just doing it more discreetly, right? Hopefully. Hopefully you're not getting caught with your eyes wandering around, but, you know, there are, there are more subtle ways of doing it 
Anyway, the point is, if you've ever thought a guy's penis, if a guy's package, maybe that's what I should call it. It's a package because you get two testicles and one penis. If you ever thought a test, a package was kind of strange and unusual and huh, fucking ridiculous, and you want to make fun of their balls, go for it. Just understand that uh, you know we have to deal with them. We have to do something with them to, uh, to to without them you know sitting on them or smashing them together or pressing them into our stomach or any number of things. I don't think you can have it. I mean, you can you can have it both ways. You can. You can make fun of us, and you can say, no, I don't want you to touch your balls ever. You can do that, right? Because in either case, you're sort of being acted upon. I'm just saying you might understand how it happens. Maybe this is what it's like for women with uh, large breasts, who I, you know, hear talk about them, uh, you know, kind of wrangling them around and, and the, you know, strapping them down. And the first thing that happens when you walk through the door is pow, off comes the bra. Well, maybe that's something, and now, here, isn't this fucking amazing, this double standard? You're strapping those things in, in a way that only you know how you want them to appear, right? You know how you want them to look, you know how you want them people to attend to them, or not attend to them, or just, can I go to fucking work today and my boobs aren't a thing? Uh, probably not, but, you know... That's not me. I didn't make that up. This is kind of a, a sociobiological thing. Symbols of your fertility and uh, your life-giving potential. But the here's the irony, and I'm sure there's. I'll figure out the double standard if I talk about it long enough. You have those boobs that you wrangle into discomfort, and I I've heard women, knowledgeable women. Talk about the how finding the right bra like is just like changes the whole goddamn game. So think about that when you think about our balls. <laughs> We've never found the right underwear or the right boxers or the right uh, whatever they're called. Boxer briefs. Or maybe I haven't because I don't wear any of them because I'm a monster. But imagine, I guess, finding the perfect bra, that f which I've heard is just like, you know, someone was like depressed for two and a half years, and they're just like, oh, no, you're wearing the wrong size bra. And now it's like, ah, everything's changed. The irony or the double standard is those things that you're dealing with, your boobs, we are, uh, they are, you know, the world wants to attend to them, right? Women try to out-boob each other. Men, straight and gay, uh, pay big ups to boobs. And men, and, 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 but yet you're trying to control them, present them in how, whatever form or fashion they should be presented. <laughs> they should be. <laughs> let's, let's take a meeting on how Tamara's boobs should be presented this morning. Who thinks her boobs should be, I, I just, however they, However you choose to uh, show yourself to the world, however you present your boobs to the world, they are what people are interested in looking at. That's, that's not me saying. That's just a truth. People are interested in boobs. Is that fucking... <laughs> and you're also doing this, this 
big thing with your bra and trying to trying to be comfortable and get through the day and you're wearing bra bras why because because men are gross and slimy and hey, I can see your nipple or we're just like uptight and puritanical and uh, we can't handle seeing the nipple because you know religious uh, religi- religiosity runs through everything right and pervades pervades our sensibilities and maybe the nipple is free the goddamn nipple maybe the maybe the nipple is just just too much we just can't handle it and i'm i'm probably speaking about like you know people in the united states of america not people fucking the you know the the predominant culture for the last 250 years or however it's long that will change <laughs> that is changing but just that white uptight waspy puritanical i can't see a or Protestant, whatever it is that I can't see a nipple, I, I nipples. That's gonna. That's gonna. I, I can't trust myself. By the way, do you know that there are like, like um, fidelity, not fidelity, like yeah, fidelity partners in, like different churches, where, it's like, I'm a man and you're my male buddy and you're going to help me not screw around on my wife. What are those called? And what a fucking world and. I wish I were more secure with myself to just have a, hey, would you help me not cheat on my wife? And, uh, you know, why don't you, you know, do what you can for me. I, I don't know what they're called. Like, it's just, god damn. Just divorce her. Fucking move away, dude. Go, just, but no, you can't because you're trapped by the religion and the relationship and all the horse shit that has been fed into you and your family and us for hundreds of years I empathize with the boob wrestling and when you get home from work just take them off and let it go take the take the bra off and let it go that's what we have except nobody fucking wants to see it in public the thing that we're trying to control and tamp down nobody wants to see oops sorry I just hit the microphone um, so that's I don't know that's probably a, a little it's not a perfect analogy, your boob. No, because you know what? You know what? I, I don't know about your boobs. I, from what I understand, they're sensitive, but they're not balls sensitive. I don't. I mean, I've heard women, and I've I've smacked a number of boobs, tits, titties. No, I've heard women. Ow, my boob, that kind of thing. But I don't think it's on the. I don't think it's on the same level as ball pain like a ball pain hammer how do i know that well because i have balls and i've experienced it so i don't know i you've heard me talk before i was uh <laughs> checked for a hernia when i was you know playing youth sports and that's absurd anyway i'm not asking for your i'm not asking for your forgiveness i'm not asking for your <laughs> I'm not asking for your acceptance of men grabbing each other or touching each, not touching each other's, a, like a guy rearranging his, his nutsack. Uh, I just want you to know that it, it's not always the gross. It always it's 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 in the eye of the beholder. It's gross, creepy, whatever it is to you. Um, but know that if you keep in mind how strange looking they are, that. Something's got to be done with those things. Maybe we should have ball bras. 
What would you think about that? What would that look like? A little bra for your balls. But you know what? That's the thing is your sack essentially is the bra, except nothing's holding it in place. So your balls are flying around all the time. All right, I think I've done enough with the ball bra. You get to a point where you hear yourself say, maybe we should do ball bras, and that's like a, a lightning bolt to say, that's probably enough. You probably have, <laughs> have devoted enough time to thinking about that. What I forgot to tell you at the beginning, other than or throughout the podcast, other than inviting Dice to come do Limerick, is we have an amazing lineup an amazing lineup of comics at Limerick tonight, August 31st. I just hit the damn thing again. Um, August 31st, 2021, at Limerick. Some amazing comics. And the show is overbooked because I am a... Uh, you know what? If you're a comic and you don't live in Atlanta and you're trying to come do a show on a Tuesday night, send me an email because by and large, I'm going to put you on. I don't know what by and large means, but... I'm a pushover, not a pushover. I I like people who are on the road to fucking have spots. I think it's good for the game. And I want to show them Limerick and them have a great time and then meet a lot of Atlanta comics and them say, and now I sound like my daughter, him no have hair. My daughter, by the way, tonight, and I'll come right back to the Limerick thing. My daughter, when I put her to bed, she she's almost potty trained or she's pretty close to being potty trained. I don't want to say almost. But everything is like poop and diapers and pull-ups. And she changes the stuffed animals' diapers and puts diapers on them. And poop and diapers and stuff are very prominent in our household. And a girl she went to school with, a girl she goes to school with, um, I picked her up the other day, and the first thing she said is, Alice pooped on the slide. <laughs> And, you know, I was like, well, that happens, girl. It's natural. You're just going to sometimes you just shit yourself on the slide. And but more more and more detail than that, she said that uh, the teacher had to uh, use scissors to <laughs> cut off Alice's panties, which is so sweet to me that the teacher did that. And and also what a what a an age of liberty and freedom when. Everyone knows, everyone, you're all your coworkers in your class know that you shat your pants on the slide and your boss had to come over and trim you out of your clothes with scissors because, because of the, uh, the shit and the material, the fabric and just how sweet is, it's so sweet to me. Or maybe if you're not a parent, you're like it's gross and horrible and uh, well then grab your balls a little bit. But tonight she said to me, almost out of out of the blue, she said, Dada, you poop your pants? And I said, I have, uh, but not not in a long time. And she she said, this is what she said, Jesus Christ, you poop your pants? She didn't say it that cleanly. She said, Jesus Christ, you poop your pants? which is the first time I've ever heard her say Jesus Christ. And uh, I could not stop laughing and immediate, but I, but I wanted to not like reinforce the keep saying Jesus Christ thing. 
which she probably got from me. Like, Jesus Christ, what is going on here? Like, she's probably heard it like that. She said, Jesus Christ, you poop your pants. And uh, I told my wife that, and she, my wife almost fell down. She was laughing so hard. Anyway, the Good for the Game, Limerick Junction, if you're an out-of-town comic, send me a note. It's just, it's good. So I, I, what I have done this week is I have overbooked the show. But there are nine comics who are going to be on, and they have late-night credits. They have, they have big-time writing gigs. They tour on boats. They tour colleges. They're all over the place. They are doing big, big things. And uh, I encourage you to check it out. Like, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a really really fun time it's going to be and i'm pulling up the lineup right now and then i will let you go but if you are around come check this out because uh, i should be able to remember them but there are nine of them so i want to make sure i get it right um tonight we have dia bajra who i know is a san diego comic but he may have moved to the midwest he's hilarious um from new orleans aj bell Atlanta's own Mel Mitchell making her return. She's burned down Limerick. Chris is lame, one of my favorite local comics here. Jake Ricca, uh, a Florida comic, is up with his buddy Marcus Crespo. So two Florida comics. And then Iman El Husseini and Jess Solomon are New York comics who are from Canada. Uh, late night credits, Just for Laughs, all sorts of big time things. And you know what? If that weren't good enough, fucking Johansson Collins is closing out the show. It's going to be, it's going to be one to remember. So, if you listen to the podcast and you, uh, you know, did the open mic or you come and you listen, tell me you listen to the podcast. This is a show you want to come see. So please come see it. And remember, spare a thought for men when we touch ourselves. We don't, we're not always trying to be gross monsters. Sometimes we're just trying to deal with the gross monster that is in between our legs. And I'll talk to you on Friday.